Welcome, welcome to the Anchor.com, the home of the podcast. Welcome to AnchorFM.com, where you can be heard all around the world. From your bedroom, bathroom, living room, any room your heart so desires. Welcome, welcome, welcome. In this episode, I'm going to talk about one of my favorite duos ever. And these guys, how do I describe it? I mean, they're the music, the words, the vocals. They were like... A two-man Beatles, two-man Beach Boys, um, but they were more what I call them melodic and more into the coffee shop house than say the Everly Brothers or Hall and Oates. They weren't, but they hit you and they beat you in different ways because their songwriting, the songwriting, uh, is mind-blowing. You know, you sit there and you still listen to these songs. They're 50, 60, 50 years old, some of them, and it's just amazing what they got out of what they did um very enriched very incredible talent you know it's like when you sit there and you just listen for arrangements and simplicity but you know sometimes when people got the goods they got the goods they don't need to overdo anything because they just got it like that and these guys you know just really captured a scene and a vibe and it just gave you songs that you're going to always remember, you know, and that's the thing. All you can ever ask for from a writer or an artist is to make sure you've got quality, you know. And like Quincy Jones always says, it's always about the songs. Because everybody got some kind of talent, something that they bring to the party, but do you have the songs? And this duo has the songs. I mean, they got some of the best songs ever written. And I am talking about Simon and Garfunkel. And one of the first songs that I'm going to talk about is The Boxer. I really like the melancholy vibe of this cut. I really like the way that it kind of like, you know, like when you hear their songs, most of it was heavy induced on acoustic guitar and, you know, kind of like a real, I would say 60s campfire, you know, the way they would do it. But the songs just had a way of just saying things to you, uh, coming forth, being direct, being being very lively, very, but also, you know, like, even when they're dealing in doldrums, you know, you could, you could, a glimmer, because of reflections and the tones, and how the music just kind of, it spoke for itself, you know, sometimes when you hear artists, you sit there, and you just don't know what you're going to get, and you don't know how it's going to, how it's going to evolve, but, um, it definitely was something that was on point, you know, you definitely was feeling where the groove was, and and that was one of the things that just, they just had an uncanny ability. They, they really brought it, and I really liked how that cut was. So that was really, that was really catchy. The next cut that I dug by them was Homeward Bound. It's acoustic cut. It's kind of like, like life on the road. You know, sometimes you talk about the touring aspect. And back in the day, when artists would travel or wherever they're going, you know, you hear artists reflecting on a journey. And that's what's very introspective. Mind you, Paul Simon wrote the songs, and R. Garfunkel was the vocalist, but they were very much in tune to one another, how they fed off of one another, how, you know, the songs, how they just spoke, and they reflected a particular time, and and where they were at in their lives, and so it's very, um, you know, when you hear it, you're, you're, you're very much feeling the essence and the vibe of it, and how everything kind of unfolds, and you know where it goes, and so it's, it definitely has a um, a very unique perspective and a di- 
direction. So I really enjoyed um, where it was at. I really liked that song a whole lot. The next song I dug was I Am A Rock. This was like a rocking. <laughs> For them, this was like the guitar was plugged in. And it was a real hippie type of song, but it was really reflective of the times. I Am My Poetry, I Am My Book. I like the edge to it. You know, because so often than not, you know, you'll forget these guys were writing, like, you know, Tin Pan Alley records, um, songwriters. There was very distinct songwriters were out at the time. But Simon Garfunkel found their niche right at the right time between the acoustic and the popular. And they made their songs an impact hit, you know, because you couldn't ignore it. And this this song here definitely was like a, a 60s type of fighter rock, you know. But it was it was really cool how it was. I mean, I really liked the the the, the, the edge to it. it. Had a strong feel, and I liked the way it was presented. And it definitely was on point. I really liked the way the song just kind of spoke to itself, and it just uh, you know was tight. I liked that one. The next cut I liked was uh, 59th Street Bridge. This was a catchy sing along, um, and it's kind of like they were reflective on the. You know, the boroughs being upstate New York, and you could definitely give you atmosphere, gave you a tone, gave you a, you know, a vibe. And this is what you ask for an artist to do, kind of like a backdrop, kind of like, where are we, where are we going? You know, and it just kind of, you're on a cruise, and it just kind of takes you along, and I really enjoyed the um, the way it was, you know. Just uh, one of those songs that you just definitely... You know, can relate to, and you can just kind of like get in step with. I mean, I really like the way that it felt, and um, you know, it just was one of those songs that you just, you know, kind of just kind of led, led led where we was going. You know, I really like the val the bottom feel of it tone. Uh, next cut I like was Cecilia. It's like this clap track sing along, and it's a kumbaya. Falling in love. It, it's 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 a it's one of their more popular songs. And I, and again, it's like by the campfire with acoustic guitar and maybe some bongo drums. But they understood the simplicity of the rhythm was how you expounded the groove. And again, when you listen to Simon Garfunkel, you know again you're listening to uh, these guys really understood to get to the heart of the matter, the meat of it. Just really was one of those songs that you just really felt and everything just kind of culminated and it was just like really on point I really like the feel of it like where it went and um you know you just you know some of the elements of it and how everything just kind of takes a life of its own just really a happening you know feel with that and I like the way they did that the next cut that I like was The Sound of Silence and you talk about channeling so much energy. Uh, it, it just really takes you, like, if you listen to this in the wintertime, if you're going for a walk or in the, you know, the cold air, you breathe in and out. This song just really captures that. You know, it has a real peaceful element about it, a real peaceful feel to it. Um, I like the way it's constructed. And, um, you know, when you hear their music, it leaves no doubt about, you know, the way that they build upon melody, phrasing, you know, just, it just really hits you 
the way you want to, you know, way you want to feel the music, and it's just really something else, and I really like how that song sounded, and it's a really good track, um, you know, just really hits you, and I really like the feel of it. The next cut was Scarborough Fair, and I, and this was med- medieval, has a very Beatles influence, styling, harmony, but yet, you know, um, Simon Garfunkel could channel that without blatantly robbing it. Some artists ride into it, they're, you know, whoever's happening, but they really were singing it in that choral type of choir type of tone, which worked. You know, it just was really had a nice tone and feel to it. And this is a real, another powerful song. When you start thinking about these songs, these guys are involved what they did together. It's just some incredible, amazing uh, songs that just still sound good right now. Like, and they didn't sound like anything on radio then. They don't sound like anything on radio now. Just really loved the way that song felt and just like the element of it and everything about it just really hit. It was just really incredible. And the last song that I associate that I really dug by Simon Garfunkel is Mrs. Robinson. The movie itself with Dustin Hoffman and uh, was was something else. Um, Barbara Stanwyck, I think. I make sure I got the actress right. But the the song, the way they say the words to Mrs. Robinson are so twisted that you know you 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 know you could imagine like if we go back into the '90s, like someone like The Offspring doing the cover of it, and the twist of it was ahead of its time. Because of the whole subject matter and how everything was going on at that time, which you, you know, was very progressive, and I like the arrangements and the, 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 the like that whole starting at cadence and it was whimsical, it was catchy, it was fast, it was funny, it was a trip out cut, and um, you know, it's, it and it was a groundbreaking song, and they got so many of them so. Wash your hands, keep your mind clear, watch out for another. And uh, please tell me your favorite Simon and Garfunkel songs, live performances, or videos, or albums. And just because a song or an album is older does not mean you can't find something new in it. Because Simon and Garfunkel got a lot of classics that aren't going anywhere anytime soon. Keep it funky, keep it on the one, be safe out there, be careful. And if you get a chance, go listen to some Simon and Garfunkel. One of the best duos ever. Very talented, classic material. Peace.